Blog Talk Radio.
We're dealing with foolishness versus wisdom and being constant in spiritual warfare. One of the scriptures we're paying close attention to is in the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 11, verse 23 to 24. And from Romans chapter 2 and verse 5, we're dealing with hardness of heart. And we're reading through, studying through the book of Hebrews. Amen? Amen. If you wish to join us and you desire to participate in this fast, please know that you may have any fruit, any vegetable except french fries. French fries are not allowed. You may have soup that has no beef, no pork, and no game. No beef, no pork, no game. You may have water fruit juice, and you may have Holy Communion. So those are the parameters, and if you desire to join us, feel free. Amen. We have been seeking the face of the Lord. We are turning from our wicked ways, and we are thanking the Lord for his goodness to us. Amen. Amen. And so right now, I have to pick up with something that I do, and periodically I forget to do it. So if I forget, then just forgive me and say, Pastor was busy trying to do the sermon, and she forgot, okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, we love you. Happy birthday to you and many more. God bless you. For all of the people that I missed the last time, now I sing happy birthday to you. God bless. Amen. Praise God. I try not to forget, but sometimes I get busy. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, um. The Lord is bringing us along, but at the same time, he's cleaning out little areas in our lives that really don't please him. Amen? Amen. Little areas that just keep hindering our prayer lives. And so we're grateful to the Lord. And we're thankful to him because he helps us to get it together. You know, we don't always know what is right. We grew up learning certain things. We grew up in a certain environment. And those things just grew along with us. And as we grew, we picked up this, we picked up that, we picked up the other. And all that stuff we picked up was not of God. But we just went right along with it. We either didn't know or it didn't matter or whatever the case. And so when you come to Christ, you start finding out about all these areas in your life that have been there your whole life. And now you realize 
that they don't please the Lord. They're not like him. He's different from who you are. But he calls us to be like him. Amen. He calls us to be like him. So what are we to do about that? Well, we have to change. When we become aware that there's something about us that does not line up with the Lord, we have to accept the truth about who we are at that moment. Yes, our sins have been forgiven, but we can't continue in those old thought patterns and those old beliefs and those old traditions and in those old behaviors. We have to change because we've been made to be and called to be like Jesus Christ. So it takes a long time, but we keep learning as we go. And as the Lord convicts our heart, as our conscience that it's now telling us that wasn't right, we need to change. We need to want to change. You know, sometimes we're so hard-hearted in certain areas of our lives, we think we're justified in our attitudes, and we don't really want to change. But God is so good. He's so merciful. He helps us even when we don't want to change. He helps us to come to a place where we begin to see and to understand and to believe that what we've been doing isn't the right thing. You see, it doesn't all come at once. It comes a little bit after a little bit after a little bit. You learn this, then you learn that, then you learn this then you learn that, then one day you're reading the Bible and it pops up right in your face. And you go, wow, I've been wrong all this time. Well, yes. So now you get to do something about it. So we're growing. We're learning. And as the Lord is pointing out all these things, that are in our lives, that are just not him at all, we get to get rid of them. That's right. Not only are they hindering our prayer lives and our growth, that's not all they're doing. They're hindering our spiritual warfare. You see, to warfare is most effective when we're in agreement with God. But when we're not, our spiritual warfare isn't as effective as it could be. Amen? It's like you got the front door wide open, and there are birds flying in the front door, and you're busy swinging a broom trying to get the birds out of the house. But you see, if you close the front door, they'll stop coming in. 
They may show up to the front door, but they won't get through. Amen? So we have to grow. We have to learn. We have to change if we want to please the Lord. Amen? If we want to please the Lord, we've got to change. Amen? Amen. So I pray that something we say tonight will help you so that you will be able to grow and to become like Jesus Christ. After all, when we meet the Lord face to face, we don't want to be ashamed. Amen? We do not want to be ashamed to have spent all this time on this planet. We've gone to church. We've done this. We've done that. And we still are not where we ought to be. Amen? Amen. You see, we're far more convincing as a witness when we are more like Christ. You know, I know some very, very young Christians have witnessed to people, and then the person would say to me, yeah, but they're still doing this and they're still doing that. So this is what I told that person. I said, well, right now, God's not working on the points that you're pointing out to me. God's working on something else in their life. And when he gets to that point, you'll see them change. But in the meantime, what they're telling you that you need to do is to get started to begin with. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're not in a position to criticize them because you haven't made it to where they are person didn't have anything else to say. Amen? Then that person didn't have anything else to say. And that's the way it is. Sinners don't really want to come to Christ. They don't really want to be convicted by the Holy Spirit. So they'll sit there and they'll be hypocrites and attempt to point out the the little thing that you haven't gotten to yet. The little thing that you haven't gotten to yet, they want to use that as an example why they shouldn't pay you any mind. But let me tell you, they're wrong. They're just wrong. They haven't come to Christ, but they want to talk about you because you go to church every Sunday. They want to call you a hypocrite because you go to church every Sunday. No, you're coming to church because you want to be changed. You want to be different. They haven't got the courage to show up in church. So now, now you know the truth. Amen? Now you know the truth. They want to point out all the things they used to know about you. Amen? They want to point out all the things. Well, I remember when you were like this, and, I, and you've got a long way to go. You know, my family tried that one on me. They tried that. Well, you've changed some, but you sure have a long way to go. Yeah, but when they're on the deathbed, I'm the one leading them to Christ. Amen? <laughs> hmm. Think about that. 
Amen. So, when they're busy pointing their fingers at you, they ought to know, okay, so when did you come across the starting line? You know, when you run a race, there's a starting line. Have you even made it to the starting line? Are your feet even in the block? I'm already running this race, but where are you? Amen? Where are you? Well, uh, I got right with the Lord long time ago and fell off the wagon after that. Now what? Hello? Amen? And then what? You haven't been living right. Well, I haven't held up a bank. Well, there's a lot of other things you can do wrong other than holding up a bank. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you. If you fell off the wagon or you're not quite where you ought to be with the Lord, well, you can start over with Jesus. He receives that. He died for your sins. He'll forgive you. He'll be merciful towards you. He'll love you. He'll receive you. But this time, keep going all the way. Don't quit. Don't stall out. And don't back up. This time, commit to going all in. Give it all. Give it all. Turn all of you over to Jesus, not just the convenient part. That's right. That's what you do. You turn all of you over to Jesus, and you don't keep any part of you back for yourself. Amen? That's how you win this race. That's how you win this race. Praise the Lord. So, tonight... I may as well tell you this part because uh, before we pray, our featured psalm is Psalm 139, Psalm 139, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians chapter one, verse six. Amen. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Weapons, The Believer's Battle. And our guest call in number remains area code 319 527 35 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's area code 319 527 Six two three five and press one. And if for any reason you're cut off on your computer or something else goes wrong, just dial in the number and press one. You'll be able to hear through your phone. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're getting ready to go before the Lord in prayer. Amen. Amen. We're going to go we're 
we're going to go before the Lord in prayer in just a second. Amen. Praise God. So, Lord, you tell us as we come to you, forgiving those that have pointed fingers at us, who really had four fingers pointing back at themselves, we forgive them, Lord. And we place them in the hands of God, the Holy Spirit, so that he can deal with them. And they'll have their opportunity to change like we've had opportunities to change. Amen? You tell us, Lord, that if we are wise, we live a life of steady goodness so that good deeds is what pours forth from our lives. You remind us that we don't brag about them. Then you'll know that we're growing in wisdom. We don't brag about being wise and good when we're actually bitter and jealous and selfish because that's a big lie, and you call it hypocrisy, Jesus, and you can't stand it. Mm-hmm. You see, jealousy and selfishness are not your kind of wisdom, Lord. These things are earthy, they're not spiritual, and they're inspired by Satan himself. Because you teach us, Lord, that where there's jealousy or selfish ambition, there will be confusion, disorder, and every kind of evil work imaginable. That's what happens. The wisdom that you give us comes from heaven. It's pure. It brings gentleness, quietness, peace-loving. It's courteous. It allows for discussion. Not at all like the COVID situation. It allows for discussion. And it's willing to yield to others. Civility on the earth. It's full of mercy and good deeds. It's wholehearted. It's straightforward. It's sincere. And you call us to be peacemakers. Yes, even when we don't want to be. You call us peacemakers, and we accept that responsibility. You see, Lord, what happens is we have hindrances in forming healthy relationships. Sometimes there's a lack of open, honest communication. Sometimes they're impure and evil motives that cause us to say things to flatter people or to control them, or we use deceitful words to conceal our true motives and our selfish gain. Yes, Lord, it happens. Sometimes we insist on being understood instead of trying to understand. Times. Our conversation is controlled by demons and our flesh. We've got too much envy, 
too much selfishness, too much jealousy, and too much personal ambition. We're out of our lane. So, Lord, we ask you to help us. We need help. We want to change. Sometimes our problem, Lord, is that we are yet to overcome some of the fears that keep us in bondage. We keep having these moral conflicts. We keep sowing seeds that don't yield for peace. We don't have love that flows out of a pure heart. So, Lord, we ask you to help us. We want our conversations and our behavior to be controlled by the wisdom that comes from you, Father. We believe in your goodness, and we want to please you. So we're going to keep our mind stayed on things that are true and honorable and pure and admirable, things that are like you. We're going to learn to model our conduct by what we've learned from the scriptures and from walking with you. We're going to have our souls and our hearts purified by obeying the truth that you teach us. We're going to learn to walk in love for real not just fake it. We are asking, Heavenly Father, for our hearts to overflow more and more with love for you, for others, and for ourselves. We're asking to grow up in spiritual knowledge and understanding. We're asking for you to help us to see clearly the difference between right and wrong, because we want to be right with you. We pray that our learning and our training in Christ will lend to us being good and kind and being the kind of person that Jesus Christ is. We thank you for your word that's alive and active, and it separates and penetrates and shows us the difference between truth and deceit, even in our own heart. You say that you want truth in our inner parts, Lord, and we want it too. So we thank you for teaching us your wisdom, not the world's wisdom, but your wisdom, deep in our inner parts. We ask you to cleanse us, Lord, because we want to be holy like you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the love of God that you pour out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You are righteous in all your ways and holy in all your works. You are close to them that call upon you and that call upon you in truth. 
We know, Lord, that you will deliver us from our enemies. So we run to you for you to hide us. Teach us to do your will because you are our God and your spirit is good and you will lead us into the land of uprightness. We come before you, Father, panting of our sin and asking you to wash us clean in the blood, Lord. We want to be clean. We come before you wearing every piece of our armor, every single piece. We acknowledge that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And so we will not allow any unwholesome words to proceed from our mouths. We thank you, Lord, for our armor. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the love of God. We thank you for the wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring, linking angels that surround us. We thank you for your praising angels and your ministering spirit and every blessing, spiritual and natural, that we have received through our inheritance in Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are a shepherd and we shall not want for anything. We thank you that you supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. We thank you that we can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us strength. We thank you, Lord, for being able to cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you for prosperity, for good health, even as our soul prospers. We thank you for the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. We take authority, dominion, and power over any spirit that's been controlling our mind, any spirit that's been there since conception, any spirit that we were introduced to as we were growing up, any spirit that we were introduced to through a relationship with another person. Every spirit controlling our mind that is not of Jesus Christ, we tell that spirit right now, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no right to control my mind in Jesus' name. My mind belongs to Jesus Christ. It's his personal property. I forbid you to remain in me in Jesus' name, and I command you to leave me now. Go into the cage, into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. Leave me in the name of Jesus. Now take a deep breath and cough that spirit out. Deep breath. Cough from your gut right now. Cough that spirit out in the name of Jesus Christ. You know there are spirits in your mind telling you what to think. We bind them all in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon, every demonic entity, we bind in Jesus' name. Come up and out of our minds now in the name of Jesus. You're just a liar. You're a demon. There's no truth in you. So we bind you in Jesus' holy name. And we command you to leave us now in the name of Jesus. You cannot stay. There's no room for you, no place. 
There's room for the Holy Spirit, but not for you. We command you to leave right now, no matter how long you've been there, no matter how you got there. Get up and go now in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave us now. Deep breath and cough, everybody. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Not out of your throat, out of your gut. Cough out of your gut in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon spirit that's been hanging around in our mind, and maybe even since conception, you no longer have the right to be there. We take the ground from you with the blood of Jesus Christ, and we declare that you are now evicted forever in Jesus' holy name. Come on out. Get out in the name of Jesus. Go. You cannot stay. In Jesus' holy name, you've got to go. You've been told to leave. You must go in Jesus' name. You've been telling people that Jesus won't forgive them for certain things. You lie. You've been telling them Jesus won't receive them. You lie. You've been telling them they'll never get it together. You lie. So get out, bound in Jesus' name. Get out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You've been telling them they'll never amount to anything. You lie. Get out of them in the name of Jesus Christ. They are overcomers because the overcomer lives in them. Get out in Jesus' name. Every lying demon that's been lying to the people of God, you are bound. Every lie you perpetrated is bound in Jesus' name. And we command you now to leave forevermore and never return in the name of Jesus Christ. Get out. Get out now in the name of Jesus. All rebellion, you're gone, bound in Jesus' name. All rebellion, you must leave now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, all loneliness, all sensitiveness, all talkativeness, nervous tension, fear of people, what the world calls mental insanity, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Possessiveness, resentment, childish adjustments, you're bound in Jesus' name. Excessively striving, you're bound in Jesus' name. Disordered emotions, you're bound in Jesus' name. Confusion, you're bound. Failure, you're bound. Frustration, you're bound. Tition, you're bound. Ruka, thinking somebody's always after you and always trying to do you harm, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All retaliation, you're bound in Jesus' name. Unforgiveness, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Pride, you're bound in Jesus' name. Unteachableness, you're bound in Jesus' name. Stubbornness, you're bound in Jesus' name. 
inferiority, you're bound. Fantasy, you're bound. Fear of judgment, you're bound. Despair, you're bound. Discouragement, you're bound. Hopelessness, you're bound. Shame, you're bound. Intolerance, you're bound. Ego, you're bound. Get out in Jesus' name. You're bound. Leave in the name of Jesus. Slow hearer, you're bound. Slow reader, you're bound. Dyslexia, you're bound. Dysgraphia, you're bound. Mental blocks, you're bound. Insecurities, you're bound. Leave in the name of Jesus Christ. Impulsive, you're bound. Come out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whispers, familiar devils, all electronic and digital demons and technology demons and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attack, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, every religious devil and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, drone spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, drone and whoredom spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the voices of the seducers, and their attacks in Jesus' name. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all microwave attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks. All sleep deprivation and artificial intelligence, all pain-afflicting spirits 
and their attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all 5G and their attacks, all EMF attacks, Eruko, everything coming from the cell lights and from the cell towers in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, African, Indian, Australian, North American, South American, Chinese, Japanese, Asian, Native groups, indigenous persons, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, we bind you in every form in Jesus' holy name. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, strapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils and satanic worship and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects, all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves. And every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits yet again. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, Besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generations of the fools and the spirit of the fool, and we bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order and New Age movement, spirits in the works of the oppressors, the spirit in the children of disobedience, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, the great reset, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Spirits and Practices, 
lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom and all of his underlings, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. In Jesus' name, we bind all demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, temptations to sin. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and all gods and goddesses in Jesus' holy name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the work of the Demole and all associated groups in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Urugu, all of their symbolism in the name of Jesus Christ. And the meaning there too. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him, a standard of righteousness against him. We thank you for that standard, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for a holy standard in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem for all who are in authority and kings and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are suffering persecution. 
Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We want to thank you, Lord. Father, we cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, and anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. And we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your angels protecting us. We thank you for surrounding us with the wall of fire, Lord, with your glory in the midst. We thank you for that wall of fire that protects us. We bind every demon coming through the cellular devices, through web pages on the computer. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we send them back where we came, where they came from and any curses that they brought in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pull out every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, all voodoo, and any any other instrument of witchcraft that was sent to us in the name of Jesus. You know, saints, sometimes people will give you gifts, and they are witches and warlocks and wizards. And if you accept that gift and take it into your home, you partake of their sin. Amen. So before you accept gifts, you need to do Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. You don't need to go on your feelings. You need to go on the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because you'll be walking in suspicion instead of walking in the spirit. We cut and burn all silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves with the sword of the spirit, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and every form of agreement with the demonic realm in Jesus' name. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such, and outright liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, charms, all psychic warfare and psychic thoughts, death, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, voodoo, magic, all sorcery, torment, pain, sickness, and destruction, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, chantings, ungodly blessings, hoodoo crystals and root work, and tribal rituals and sin, and everything being sent to us that is not of Jesus Christ. We bind all spirits of blindness. We bind the spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we thank you, Lord, for your good spirit watching over and guarding over us in Jesus' holy name. You know, I forgot to mention that there is no vaping and no smoking on this fast. Amen. That's what the Lord said. That's the way it is. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good to us. Amen. So 
we're going to begin. Yes, we're cutting asunder the cords of the wicked. Amen. We're going to begin with the Lord tonight in the book of Ecclesiastes. A time to keep silent. A time to keep silent. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. There's a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to wheat, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend, to sow, a time to keep silent. Amen? A time to keep silent. So the Lord is saying to his people, that there is a time to keep silent. Yes, it exists. A time to keep your lips sealed together. One of the most powerful weapons of the believer is the mouth. One of the most powerful weapons of the believer is the mouth. That's right. With your mouth, you can lead people to Jesus Christ. With your mouth, you can destroy everything that you gained in the Lord. Amen? Mouth is a serious thing. It can be used constructively or destructively. The choice is ours. Amen. The choice remains ours. There is a time to be quiet. Yes, there is a time to be quiet. This implies that every opportunity to speak should not necessarily be acted upon. Let me say that again. 
This applies, implies that every opportunity to speak should not necessarily be acted upon. There is a time to refrain from speaking. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7. Speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. He was being pressed down. People were turning circumstances against him against him, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Somebody needs to highlight that. So he opened not his mouth. Now, some of us have a more difficult time with this part than others do. Nonetheless, all of us must overcome. Amen? Amen. This scripture tells us, it speaks of Jesus Christ saying that he was oppressed, he was afflicted, people were coming against him, All the time, all the time, yet he never said a word. And at this particular place, in the timing of the scriptures, he was right not to say a word. And there are times when it's right not for you to say a word. There is a time that you should just say nothing And let that other person's mouth babble right on. No comment, no interjection, nothing. Amen. He stood silently before those who were condemning him. He stood in silence and submission. Submission to who? His heavenly father. He did not complain or make any resistance, even though he had the power to destroy his enemies with one word. He did not complain nor make any resistance, even though he had the power to destroy his enemies with one word. Amen. Luke chapter 23, verse 9. Luke chapter 23, verse 9. Let's, let's go there. Let me... Flip there for a second. That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. You see, Jesus was stand went before Pilate, and he went before Herod. 
I'm going to start again at verse 3. And Pilate asked him, asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then, Pilate, then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And they were the more fierce or insisting, saying that he stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged unto Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod who himself also was at Jerusalem at that time. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Then he questioned with him in many words, but he answered him nothing. Amen? So we can see that Jesus Christ practiced this. God has called us to peace such that we should not provoke arguments nor stir up strife. That's right. Some of us come from background, family background, where arguments and stirring up strife is the normal order of the day. That's right. Some of us come from backgrounds and family situations where stirring up arguments, provoking a strife is the order of the day. Nitpicking is the order of the day. Continual criticism is the order of the day. Fault finding is the order of the day. Putting people down is the order of the day. But when you come to Christ, those things must be left behind in the old life. You cannot bring them over into Christianity because there is no place in Christianity for them. Romans chapter 12, verse 18. Romans chapter 12, verse 18. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, as much as is within your control, live peaceably with all men. And that includes the one you're married to. That includes the children that you have. As much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. First Peter chapter three verse nine. First Peter chapter three verse nine. Not rendering evil for evil, nor railing for railing. But contrarywise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, 
that ye should inherit a blessing. In other words, you don't pay them back for whatever it was they said or did to you. And when they cuss you out, you don't cuss them back. Is that plain enough? They insult you. You don't go back 15 years on what they did, you know when, and dig it all back up again and drag it all back out and shove it in their faces again. But contrarywise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that you should inherit a blessing. Now, saints, when you get into these heated discussions with others, you can't go digging up stuff from the past that has been forgiven and let go of. You know, some people have that habit. In order to win the argument, they go digging up something that they know uh, the other person has felt guilty about or felt condemned over, and they dig it up one more time and go rub it in that person's face. That's sin. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, the golden rule said. Amen. So, you can't do it that way anymore. I know you grew, you grew up with them doing that around you. That in and you've been trying to, you know, change a little bit. You got to come free of that. Jesus called you to walk in freedom from those kinds of bondages. We are called to walk in the spirit and to forsake the works of the flesh. Now, you already know that there are some subjects that if you get around certain persons and that subject comes up, there's going to be an argument. You already know that. Well, since you already know that, why don't you try to close your mouth on that subject? Don't go stir it up. Don't go crank it up one more time. Whatever they say about it, whether it's right, wrong, or you agree, let it pass. And pass it over to the Lord and say, Lord, uh, would you help them out on this subject matter? But you don't need for your emotions to get stirred, and you don't need for your mouth to go fueling out things that ought not to be spoken. That does not please the Lord. You know, there's some people that when they can't win an argument, they go to provoking places in people that they know cause an argument, will cause a very ugly argument, and they'll just keep right on and keep right on and just keep right on until they get what they're looking for, an outright pure verbal confrontation that turns outright ugly. They instigate it. They do it on purpose. It's not accidental. It's deliberate. Well, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it to Jesus Christ as well. 
You see, you can't just rip somebody a good one because you feel like it. Because when you do, you've done it to Jesus too. Amen. So we don't get even for the evil done to us, nor do we give insult for insult. When you get insulted, it's a good time to pin your lips together and keep them closed. Keep your lips together and keep your mind focused on the blood of Jesus Christ. Nor do we give arguments for false accusation. You know how that works in an argument. Somebody comes to accuse you of something based on their own weaknesses. Based on their own weaknesses, they're going to project what they think onto you even though you've never done what they're accusing you of. That's a good time to close your mouth before you say the wrong thing. Very good opportunity to keep your lips together. Amen? Quite to the contrary, we are to act like our Heavenly Father. We are to bless. And sometimes the blessing comes in silence. Sometimes answering your accuser is pointless. They will not receive your word. Why? Because they want their way. That's why. It is not always righteousness to give people what they actually deserve. If Jesus gave to us what we actually deserve, most likely we would already be in hell. But God is merciful. Yes, keeping our words held in at an inappropriate time is an act of mercy. One-upmanship is not the love of God, nor is it civility. I know that uh, in the world, civility seems to be a thing of the past, but it should not be in the body of Christ. We're not to behave like heathens as if we have no um, upbringing, no training, no discipline that teaches us to behave differently. We're not to behave as though we are uncivilized. And there are some cultural norms from our subculture that we came from that are Not civil. You know, there are a lot of people in the area in which I live 
that they think their normal behavior, they're just expressing themselves, but it's not civilized behavior. But you can't convince them of that. Amen. It's the truth. It's not civilized. It's not proper behavior, not in public nor privately. Amen. It's the truth. Yes, we aim for courtesy and civility in behavior and speech. You see, we are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. So if you have an unsaved spouse or unsaved children, how are you promoting the cause of Christ by acting in an uncivil way when you're arguing with them? And is your argument producing Christ-likeness? Is it? Producing Christ-likeness. You got the fruit of the Spirit showing up? Job chapter 6, verse 25. Job chapter 6, verse 25. How forcible are right words. But what doth your arguing reprove? How far are you getting with this argument thing you've got going? Is Jesus Christ coming for or just a hot mess or some more drama? You see, you can't necessarily talk a rebel into dropping his rebellion. Usually for a rebel, they have to have a proving time. Circumstances of life have to get their attention. Words alone will not. Amen? Amen. It seems that we are less courteous to our loved ones than we are with perfect strangers. The Lord desires for us to excel in avoiding being drawn or pulled into argument. He wants us to excel in avoiding being drawn into or pulled into argument. Sometimes we start out with the right thing in our hearts and minds, and we go around a certain person, and they go to opening their mouths, and before you know it, we've been sucked right into an argument we didn't want to have anything to do with. Well, the Lord wants us to go up another rung in that. So that's not so easily to happen to us. He doesn't want us sucked into it, and he doesn't want us giving into it either. Amen? Amen. Yes, the spirit of temptation to become fully irritated, fully inflamed, and to lose it will be hanging around. 
that spirit always shows up. It runs neck and neck with strife. But Jesus told us to watch and pray that we do not enter into temptation. That's what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 41, Matthew chapter 26, verse 41, the Lord Jesus says to us, watch and pray. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we have to pray. Sometimes we have to fast and pray. Amen? Remember, saint, that love suffers long and is kind. Love suffers long and is kind. It is not puffed up. It's not full of hot air. Bitterness and hatred in our hearts stir up strife. Bitterness and hatred in our hearts stirs up strife all the time. It never fails. It urges on, it incites, it instigates, and it adds fuel to the fire. Bitterness and hatred add fuel to the fire. You have seen this on the schoolyard. There are persons who have an issue between them. And there are those who will attempt to push the fight forward. They're they're going to keep it going. They're going to interject things into the argument to incite a fight. They do it deliberately, willfully, intentionally, and on purpose. They're little agents of the devil. These wicked persons are pushing for the disagreement to come to blows. They're going to try to put words in somebody else's mouth that the other person didn't say to insult the other offended party so that it can come to blows. Bitterness hatred, jealousy, envy in our hearts act the very same way. They will motivate a heated confrontation. They will motivate a heated confrontation. Satan will use anything to move you into sin. Here you've been doing all this fasting and praying and scripture study and reading and filling yourself with the word and coming to church and all of this, and the devil says, I'm going to get you 
and you're saying, no, you're not. But then you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice. Malice? Yes. That deep-seated animosity that delights in causing others to suffer or in seeing them suffer. Malice. You have to lay aside all of the malice, not most of the malice, all of it. It's all got to go. Guile and all guile. Wherefore, laying aside all guile, guile, slyness, and cunning in dealing with others, deception works well here. You know, Sneaky, you've met him, real Sneaky, trying to go in the back door. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, laying aside all hypocrisy. Hypocrisy? What's that? A pretense. A person who pretends to be what he is not. You know, you do a lot of that in courtship. You pretend to be one person. And then after the ceremony, they find out you're nothing like the presentation you made during courtship. It's called deception. Or pretending to be better than you really are without really being so. You know, they tell you, Well, I'm looking for a husband who puts out the garbage on time every week and brings the garbage cans in. And you just act like you're that perfect person that always does that, knowing full well that the garbage stays in your garage longer than it's supposed to. fact, you don't even remember to empty the waste paper can. Amen. (laughs) It's real. Or you pretend that you just love to cook. Oh, you just love to cook. And so during the courtship, you cook this, you cook that. And so the person thinks, oh, they're going to continue this behavior after the ceremony. Oh, no. Then you'll be eating those frozen dinners and fast food and what came through the drive-thru. You know, hypocrisy, evil speaking, evil speaking, yes. Lying. You know what that is. I don't have to define that. 
Everything that's not the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is a lie. And it doesn't mean you get to tell your version of the truth. You have to tell the actual truth. Because you see now, the spirit of truth lives in you. So you are without excuse for not telling the truth. You, you no longer have an excuse. See, before you didn't have the Holy Spirit, who's the spirit of truth. But now the spirit of truth lives in you. So you don't have an excuse. You don't have an alibi. Amen? Corrupt communication. If it doesn't build somebody up, why are you using your mouth to tear them down? You know the things that you said that should never have come out of your mouth. You know the things you're still saying that have no business coming out of your mouth. Even if no one hears it but you and God and the angels and Satan and the demons. Amen. It's so. You don't do that now, do you? When things happen, you don't get mad at the refrigerator and say a bad word, now do you? Backbiting. What's that? Just what it says. Talking behind somebody's back, biting them with the words in your mouth. Taking a part of something that's not even the truth and you're going to use it to stab them in the back. With what with your mouth? With your mouth, evil speakings out of your mouth behind somebody's back. You know that nasty gossip you just love. Insult. Are we supposed to be insulting one another? False accusations. You don't do that, now do you? False accusations? You're going to accuse someone of something that's just not the truth? You wouldn't do that, would you? Loud shouting, screaming, commotion, uproar, loudly demanding or complaining. Now, you know you try to keep it under wraps so your neighbors don't call the cops. But you're just as loud as you can be with the wrong thing. Loud and wrong. That's right. That's it. And screaming at the top of your lungs at somebody. Just pure uproar and commotion. Well, strife, the strong man of strife lives with you. Vulgarity. You don't say those things. You left those in the world, right? You didn't continue on with that, repeating what you heard that you had no business hearing the first time. Amen? Because Jesus Christ lives in you now. He's not outside of you. He's in you. The Father lives in you. The Holy Spirit does. So you don't do that anymore now, do you? We are to live every day knowing 
that Jesus lives within us. It's not supposed to be some some idea. No, it's a reality. He lives within us. Yes, he does. We are to get rid of our feelings of hatred. I don't hate anybody. I think you might want us to have a long conversation with your Savior so that he can explain to you that telling him that you have no no feelings whatsoever, no animosity, no no hatred, isn't the truth about you. Amen? See, you can tell him that, but you won't convince him because he sees your heart. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those feelings. Uh-huh. Sure you don't. Did God did not call us to pretend to be Christ-like. This is a point I think a lot of people just don't get it. God did not call us to pretend to be Christ-like. He did call us to be transformed to be changed so that we will, in reality, be like him. Jesus calls us to get rid of our dishonesty. Jesus calls us to get rid of our jealousy. Jesus calls us to get rid of talking about others behind their backs. We need to get rid of our deceptive selves, our envy. We need to get rid of our envy. We need to get rid of our fraudulent attitude. We must learn to become humble from the inside out and free from all pride. Amen. We have to change for real. You see, we can't change in an imaginary world. We have to change in the real world nor seeking our own greatness, not pretentious, nor seeking our own greatness, behaving with goodness and kindness, showing strength of character, yes, integrity, Strength of character, serenity, a righteous estimation of ourselves, not lifting ourselves up and not putting ourselves down. Not lifting ourselves up and not putting ourselves down. Void of all spiritual pride. And 
displaying self-control. And displaying self-control. Now, you know there are some people, they like to go to the other end of the scale. When they ought to speak out, they refuse to. But that's another sermon. That's another sermon. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28, Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest, yes. He promises to give us rest. Take my yoke upon you. What does that mean? It means like you have livestock, two steers, let's say, and they have to plow the ground with the pulling the plow behind them. And they have a yoke. It's a harness that holds them together so that one can't pull out of the way, neither can the other pull out of the way. Wherever one goes, they both go. They go together. And Jesus is saying to take his yoke upon you. His character, his nature, and learn of him. As you walk with him, you learn of him. He says, For I am meek and lowly. I'm not all puffed up at all. I'm lowly in heart. I'm not putting it on. It's not pretentious. Uh, Unlike some saints, some saints have their own idea of it, and they think this is how you walk it out, and they are just as wrong. I mean wrong. You need to go to Jesus and let him explain it to you so that you can understand. He will gladly explain it to you with your terminology. But what some people do is they read that and they have this conception in their own minds of how this is supposed to look. And then they try to mimic that conception in their mind. That's not what he said to do. And ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, he said. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus said. Amen? That's what, the, that's what your Savior says to you. Allow the Lord to teach you in the affairs of daily living, and in the scriptures, how to be like him. Then you will find rest for your soul. 
Let him teach you. Let him correct you. Let him bring you into order. Let him show you how to stay in your lane. And you will find rest for your soul. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish persons. It is thankworthy if for conscience sake towards God you endure grief and suffering wrongfully. If you do well and suffer and take it well. That does not mean somebody hitting you upside the head with a cast iron frying pan. That does not mean somebody pointing a revolver at you. That doesn't mean somebody taking their fist to you. That's not what that means for those who cannot differentiate. That does not mean someone kicking you down the stairs. That does not mean someone physically or sexually or verbally just tearing you apart or financially ripping you to shreds. There is a place to appeal to your Father in heaven. Amen? You see, a soft answer, a soft answer, turneth away wrath. But grievous words stir up anger. And some people major in the grievous words that stir up anger. You might need a vocabulary change. The Lord will help you with that. Amen. A wrathful man stirreth up strife. But he that is slow to anger appeases strife. You see, when you're slow to anger, they can't get you to, you know, blow your stack. That's what they're trying to get you to do, to really get hot under the collar and let them have it. So they can say, well, see, I knew there wasn't anything to you. All that Bible reading and scripture scripture quoting you do and all that praying, you pray too much anyway. I knew there wasn't anything to you. No, keep your mouth closed. There's a time to close your mouth. Amen? A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for stroke. A fool's mouth just keeps blabbing. blabba dabba 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 dab, And to the point that he will provoke you to want to pop him in the mouth. But you're supposed to be pleading the blood over yourself. Till your little inflamed emotions calm down. You know, I told you about that time when a relative of mine threatened to kill me. I was minding my own business, washing dishes, and all of a sudden this person jumped out of the chair, got all in my face, and because I didn't put something in the dish rack the way they thought I ought to, they wanted to kill me suddenly. Well, you see, I knew that was a demon. I had learned at that point enough to know that that was a demon. But I could also feel my anger starting to rise. 
And so I used one of my weapons. I stood there and pled the blood of Jesus over myself until I could feel my anger abating. I could feel it leaving me. And I looked that person right in their eyes, and without moving my lips, I said from my spirit, I'm not afraid of you. Out of my spirit, without moving my lips, I spoke to the spirit that had just threatened me. And I told it that I was not afraid of it. And that person's body suddenly went back to their chair, and they didn't bother me anymore. I finished washing the dishes. You can keep your mouth closed and speak out of your spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. As coals are to burning as coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. You add wood to fire and you're gonna get a you're gonna get an inferno. Amen. He that is of a proud heart. See, strife gets stirred up. It doesn't just fly by. No, no, no. Not at all. But he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. That doesn't mean you weigh too much on the scale. That's not what that means. He that is a proud heart stirs up strife. They do it on purpose. And you know what? You have to forgive them for doing it on purpose. An angry man stirreth up strife, and a furious man aboundeth in transgression. Well, you know, the Bible tells you not to hang around an angry man because you'll learn his wicked ways. Amen. It's the truth. You actually have to obey Scripture. If a wise man contendeth with a foolish man, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. Now, you know, I've preached enough about foolish people that you ought to be able to recognize. And if you're one, you need to repent. Amen? Amen. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love. But he that repeateth a matter separateth even friends, even close friends. You know, you keep harping on it. You can't let it go. time you see them, you want to bring it up again. At every birthday party, you got to bring up what they did when they were five years old. You need to stop. It doesn't matter how many. This person is middle-aged by now. And every birthday party, you go dig up what happened when they were five years old. Seriously? Are you going to grow up? It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. But every fool will be meddling. 
That's right. That's what fools do. They go around trying to find some place to stir up something. It's an honor for a man to cease from strife, God says. A watchful man stirreth up, a wrathful man, excuse me, stirreth up strife. Don't forget that, saints. A person that's full of anger and wrath and bitterness and anger, they stir up strife every place they go. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Are you ruling over your spirit? Are you? Mm-hmm. I hope the Lord agrees with your anger. It's, it's better for you to be very slow to anger. Amen? Very slow to anger. Go not forth hastily to strive. Know not what to do in the end thereof, when thy neighbor hath put thee to shame. Hmm. Don't be in a hurry to get in an argument with somebody. Because it might be, in the end of this, you're the one that gets put to shame. Highly possible. False witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Wow. Mr. Fossey, you need to read this scripture. thou a man that is hasty in his words? You know, he flies off the handle every time you turn around. There is more hope of a fool than of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and hasty in words isn't just people that fly off the handle. It's people that don't really think before they speak. They just say whatever comes out of their mouth. It's dangerous. They get themselves in a lot of trouble that way. Amen. They get themselves in a lot of trouble that way. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Mm. Yes, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. A man of great wrath shall suffer punishment, but if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again. If you get him out of that's punishment, he's going to turn right around, do it again, and then you get to do what you have to do yet again, over and over 
and over. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 2. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 2. Be not rash with thy mouth. Be not rash with thy mouth. And let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. Don't be in a hurry. Oh, God, blah, 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 and just run with it. No. Think about what you're saying to the Lord. Amen. So, what's the point of arguing anyway? You can't make anyone change. They have to choose that for themselves. Amen? And if you're one of those persons that just loves a good old argument, you just can't wait. The Lord says to you that ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal? You're not spiritual, you're carnal. You're not spiritual at all. You're carnal. Amen? If ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. Lie not against the truth. Be truthful. Confess your sins to God. And don't just say, oh, I'm sorry about that, and cry all of these alligator tears. No, dear, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to confess your faults truthfully, and you're supposed to forsake your sin. Get rid of it. You can cry all the alligator tears you want to cry, dear. But if you don't get rid of your sin, those tears were in vain. And that's the truth. Wasted waters, all that is. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So, saints, If you're given to arguing, if you're given to strife, while you are on this path, spend some serious time with your Savior about this issue in your heart. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's the word of the Lord, saints. That's the word of the Lord. Of the Lord Amen Yes it's a soul Searching word We should be having our Soul searched Amen We should 
We should be for real with God and not have this little fake act going on. Oh, I always thought I was sweet and nice and kind. I say it to everybody, so sweet. Well, let me tell you something about sweet. Enough sugar can kill you. The Lord is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Not put on, not acting, not play acting, but in truth. Amen? So if you've got hostility and you've got arguments going on inside your head all the time, and you have a, a mind full of foolishness, and it's fully carnal because all you're thinking about is the things of this life and what you really want. It's always about what you want. Then you need to spend some serious time with your Satan, and I encourage you to do so. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is blessing us with the truth. Why? So we can be like him. So we can be like him. He wants us to succeed, saints. He wants us to be like him. He wants us to change. Amen. He wants us to change. He wants us to actually be like him for real. He doesn't want that put on stuff. He doesn't want that put on stuff. He wants the real deal. He gave his life on the cross for us to become the real deal. He's got enough so-called Christians parading around, pretending to be what they're not. He's had more than enough of that. Amen? More than enough. He wants us to be the real deal. So we don't have all this form and fashion and religious tradition and all of that stuff. We just have Jesus. If you want Jesus, then you're in the right place. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some awesome praise reports. Let's get started. Omori has a praise report. A while back, I visited my grandma's house where my two baby cousins were there. They were school-aged children, and I encouraged them to join me and my siblings in prayer because we do that every night as a family at our house. By the grace of God, I was able to help them pray and lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise you, Lord. That's awesome. That is awesome. Praise you, Lord. God bless as a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me at my job until my truck was ready. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Texas. Praise you for that. TL has a testimony. I went to draw blood for a general checkup concerning some issues uh, where a certain diagnosis linked to my endocrine system were coming into question. The Holy Spirit has led me to go into repentance. I've obeyed. He's been leading me and teaching me so much. Well, I started binding all symptoms from my bloodline. My blood results came back good with need for improvement. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And the other evening, pastor was praying for somebody's feet. Well, I received. Thank you, Lord. Another serious part of this testimony is God has opened my eyes to see where I am what. I let in unknowingly or knowingly, as our precious pastor has stated so many times, I give him praise. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We give you all the praise and all the glory. LTL says, my mother and I have been enemies for over half my life. I became saved at a young age. There was so much hate and sin, a terrible wedge between the two of us, and it seemed as if it would never break. As of June 2021, things changed. I prayed, and I learned what to do with MIC. I called my mom and shared the terrible trials from our past childhood, teen, young, and adult with her. We grew up never allowed to cry or share our feelings. All of a sudden, we began to share and forgave. I asked my mother if she was saved. She said yes. It was as if it were total. We were total strangers. I never knew so much about her. I thank you, Lord, for bringing me out of the darkness. Both her and I, after years and current work of deliverance within us. Thank you, Doctor Sabrina, for praying for us. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. RT has a wonderful praise report. Thank you, Lord, for the prayer of the saints and coming in agreement with concerning our pet. He is doing much better. The vet diagnosed him with a heart murmur. I bound it and <clears throat> fell out of agreement with that and broke that word curse. I did break the witchcraft, broke the curse off of him and sent it back to the center sender prayed over him as soon as I saw the attack. I thank God for his healing. He is back to his normal self. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Heavenly Father, thank you for my deliverance when Pastor Sabrina called out the demons in my feet during the Friday service. Thank you, Lord. My ankles would swell and feet lately only while I'm at work. I've been praying, breaking curses, anointing them before leaving home and sending, returning to sender. No more swelling. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. A wonderful praise reports, RT, and she has another one. Thank you for you. Our Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing on my job. I'm going to praise you now for the victory because it's through the blood of Jesus that I have victory. It's nothing that I have done. Thank you for your grace, mercy, divine favor through this time of testing, Lord Jesus. I do my work unto you and not unto man. Yes, I made and make mistakes, but 
You said, if I confess my sins, you're faithful to forgive them all. Thank you, Lord, for your righteousness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for prayer and deliverance. I was one of those people who had been experiencing foot pain for several days. After Pastor Sabrina's prayer, no more foot pain. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Praise you, Lord. Gladys has a praise report. I had had back pain for about a month, and I asked God, give me some spinal adjustment. I got quiet before the Lord that morning, and I heard him say, do sit-ups. I asked, how many? I heard him say, 15. I haven't done sit-ups in a while, so I obeyed and did sit-ups. Sunday morning, I woke up, no pain. I was ecstatic that he answered my prayer in such a personal way, such a simple solution. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. I'm learning to hear from you and love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. AEF has a praise report. I posted a prayer request after being involved in a hit-and-run car accident. For God to take control of the situation and rebuke the enemy, most importantly, no one was hurt. However, my car insurance representative informed me I would have to pay $1,000 for my repair and that the insurance did not provide car rental coverage. After posting my prayer request, I contacted my insurance agent again. I was informed that I would instead pay only $250 for my car repair and that I was eligible for a free rental car while my car was I was able to take my family for a planned vacation out of town and felt peace with God's protection while driving during the entire time. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. MIC member has a praise report. After submitting requests in the prayer room, I've received immediate comfort and strength from the Lord this morning as he continues walking walking me through this trial and suffering. I was able to pray strong in the spirit and break through. I was loose from oppression. He continues to forgive me, teach me, opens my eyes so I can see my wrong. He shows me mercy and gives me hope. To keep growing and fighting the good fight and working out my salvation with fear and trembling. Praise you, Lord. Claudette has a praise report. Eric Rodriguez is, is on life support and is breathing on his own. He is off the life support and is breathing on his own. Thank you, Father, for all those who prayed in agreement. Yes, Claudette had put a prayer request in the prayer room, and you, the Lord answered it. Saints, that's the key right there. Put your prayer request in there, and the Lord will answer them all. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. AK has a praise report. After putting in a prayer request for angelic assistance and getting AK's agreement, I removed a deep root in me. Praise God for the church prayer room and my persistent mom. Yeah, you cannot escape the prayers of a mama. Praise you, Lord, for that. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. My dog was not feeling well yesterday. I anointed and prayed over him. He's feeling much better today. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Gina has a praise report. Giving praise to God for his mercy and love. Thank you. 
Lord, for Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, for the sacrifices they make for the glory of your kingdom. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. An MIC member has another praise report. I had never heard about the breach in the spirit until I heard Pastor Sabrina's warning during sermons. Still, I didn't get it. But now I'm getting freed while going through current trials. It hurts. It's painful being shown the fullest ways I've been living. I cried in realizing this. A strong conviction is birthed in me. I can feel it. Received restoration and comfort. I needed this fast and could hardly wait. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful praise report. Amy has a praise report. I put in a prayer request about a month ago regarding a wart on my forehead. And it's been there 10 years, and it completely fell off. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dina has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for our leadership in this fast. It's hard to explain. And the profound insight God is giving me into my lifelong problems. He is revealing the roots that have run so deep into me, woven so intrinsically into my personality that without him there is no hope. He is delivering me from an orphan spirit, spirit of not feeling safe, etc. I am healing in stages. I'm so grateful. Glory be to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. N.K. has a praise report. A demonic stronghold against us broke this morning. I woke up from witchcraft dreams to use the bathroom around 3.15. I prayed things through then, and I was settling down to sleep. Our fire alarm started blaring. KK ran downstairs to check things out. I saw a window open and a black cat scattering away from the home. I believe God was granting us the upper hand against those that would trouble me in the night. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And AK has another praise report. An 11-year-old athlete. I'm an 11-year-old athlete, a growing boy. Water fasted for six and a half hours between 7.30 to 1 p.m. today. Praise God for helping me. Praise you, Lord. 11-year-old boy. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And in case says, praise I bought the wrong item on final sale and couldn't return it. I was ashamed for ignoring my husband's instruction and for wasting money. Last night, I asked God to forgive me and to fix it. The Holy Spirit put a person in my mind. I asked if they could use it. They will take the item. I am grateful to you, Father, for wanting us to be clean and righteous, even in things like this, which seems small. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Amori has a praise report. She says, thank you, Heavenly Father. I'm getting a lot more better now than I was on Saturday when I was attacked. During my healing process, I received a lot of deliverance. And when the pain was vivid, I was weak. I was given grace to praise the Lord. And Gladys has a praise report. I received a lot of deliverance on Wednesday, and after the service, I went and 
fumbled my gold ring with diamonds and rubies some lady gave me about 30 years ago. The Lord brought that ring to my attention a few weeks ago, and I forgot and took it out to destroy it. Well, that night I had a dream that I was choking on something like a fishbone and started coughing coughing hard, and I spewed up these pins and objects. I woke up realizing I was being delivered and kept coughing. I vaguely remember the dream, but found the witchcraft from those items I spewed out. Thank you, Lord, for getting those things out of me. And yes, saints, this is just like the pastor was saying earlier tonight. If you receive a gift from a witch and you bring it in your home, they can work powers against you. And that's the Lord delivering her. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Holy Father, for Paco's help has been restored. And my skin issue has been resolved. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. And Ariana has a praise report. The Lord allowed me to pass all my tests to be eligible for dual enrollment. This will help me get college credits while in high school. If the Lord allows me, I'll be taking college courses in the 12th grade. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me focused on my academics. Well, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for protecting my house and neighborhood from a major storm earlier this week. Thank you for always protecting my house. We have a testimony from a sister in Christ. As I continue walking through trials and deliverance and reach for higher faith in God, something happened last night. I'm going through part of the fire. I felt fear, anxiety, nervousness mount up in me, something very familiar to me for years. I was always bowed to it identified it as normal, but I learned a lot through MIC. I started binding all them spirits, casting them from my spirit, blood and bones, and out of my soul. Then I loosed God's peace on me, and instantly there was a clearance, a release, and peace over my spirit. Wow, what amazement, what wonder, what power and might. I continue walking through this church trial and the suffering eased on its own and was bearable i was astounded he said he would never leave me nor forsake me and i experienced this level of i never experienced this level of faith and warfare anybody going through suffering i hope you can read or listen to this to encourage you god bless you thank you for your service praise you lord praise you lord Dana, that's awesome, Lord. Dana has a testimony. She had had some unforgiveness towards root workers. She had a great aunt that had brought roots into her home and caused her mom to lose her job, and they had to grow up poor. And you know what? Now, there is a witch works with and tells her that she does fruits. And I guess she was advertising her services, but I stayed away from her. I had disdain from her. Lord, I repent of this deeply embedded hatred for them. I know now to hate sin and not the person. Lord, help me to see this way down deep in my bones in the love of Christ. I forgave my aunt for her next her friend next door and all the witches on the job and all the others known and unknown in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for their salvation. Bring, Lord, 
bring them down to repentance and show them that they can be forgiven in Jesus' name. We'll praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. She's calling out for their repentance. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Dina has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I received prayer and deliverance from Pastor Sabrina Friday night, and she called out inflammation in the underarms, and praise be to God. I showed this morning all the I, when I showered this morning, all the swelling and the lip notes has disappeared. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Amen. Lord, we want to thank you for those praise reports. They were absolutely marvelous. You truly work miracles. You're a miracle-working God. You always have been, and you always will be, Lord. And we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for the transformations that are taking place in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to teach your people that when they feel bad to get their uh, holy anointing oil out, their little bottle of olive oil, and to anoint themselves in the name of Jesus Christ. Put a little oil on their fingers and anoint themselves in the name of Jesus Christ and forbid whatever it is that's trying to take over their bodies to have a place in Jesus' name. Send it right on back. It's not theirs. Jesus already died. The the blood stripes have already been endured by Jesus Christ. Teach your people, Father. When they feel bad, when they feel oppression, when they feel heaviness, to take your oil out, that holy oil, Lord, and that they have asked you to bless and to anoint themselves in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the family and loved ones of a 14-year-old boy who fell from a ride at an amusement park and lost his life. A 14-year-old boy, his first name is Tyree, and he was on an amusement ride in Orlando, Florida, and he fell to his death. Lord, those, that family is crushed right now. They are hurt beyond words. And we ask you, Father, to intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you to draw that family close to you. We ask you, Lord, to lift the burden. We ask you, Lord, to provide the finances. Break it in the name of Jesus. We break that curse off that family in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, if they are not saved, we ask that you bring them to salvation in Jesus' name. Salvation in Jesus Christ. If they're of one of these um, cults, or false religions, we ask that you deliver them and save their souls, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 
We ask for you to directly intervene, Father. On behalf of the family. With regard to the amusement part, the financial proceedings, the legal proceedings, the law enforcement proceedings, the funeral arrangements, and life afterwards without their 14-year-old their heart, they have more questions in their mind than they can answer. We ask, Lord, that you hold them in your arm and that you walk them through this part of their journey on the earth. <coughs> we ask, Lord, for your holy angels to surround them. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, enable them to sleep at night. They haven't been able to sleep at night. Enable them to sleep at night, Lord. That deep, empty, aching feeling in their core, Lord. Let them know that you are there with them and that you will take them through all the way. We bind suicide in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind, well, why wasn't it me? Why, did he, why, why was he the one that fell off? Why wasn't it me? I should have died. It shouldn't have been him. Breaking bondages, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we plead the blood of Jesus over each member and their heart and their thought. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you for releasing your peace to them, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the United States will accept up to 100,000 refugees from fleeing the Russian invasion of Ukraine. President Joe Biden said Thursday as European nations welcome millions who have been displaced by the war. This is not something that Poland or Romania or Germany should carry on their own, Biden said during a news briefing in Brussels, Belgium. This is an international responsibility. The Biden administration said that in addition to accepting Ukrainians after already taking in thousands of evacuees from Afghanistan, the U.S. will give $1 billion in humanitarian aid to European countries that are taking in and caring for an estimated 3 million war refugees. 
While we expect many Ukrainians will choose to remain in Europe, close to family and their homes in Ukraine, today the United States is announcing plans to welcome up to 100,000 Ukrainians and others fleeing Russia's aggression through the full range of legal pathways, including the U.S. Refugee Admissions Program, the Biden administration said. While we expect many Ukrainians will choose to, oh, I said that already. Well, praise the Lord. I put the second sentence twice. Amen. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the senior pastor of New York City's B1 Church, Brother Mike, has gone viral for warning parents of the domestic content in Disney's Pixar's Turning Red. That's the movie in a video that has since been removed from YouTube and Facebook. Turning Red tells the story of a teen who transforms into a giant red panda. Okay, so from human to animal, here we're going. Based on her mood swings in the midst of puberty. Hallelujah. Uh, The pastor's Christian review of the animated film, now streaming on Disney+, Plus, was initially uploaded to his YouTube channel, but has since been taken down. He believes his video was removed from the social media because it featured scenes from the film. The video has already been banned on YouTube in all countries, which was kind of to be expected, he said. I took a risk. I just felt like I had a responsibility to share a theological perspective on this. His review video was titled, Pastor Reacts to Turning Red, Is It Demonic?, and garnered over 100,000 views. The caption read, Christian Review, Should Your Kids Watch Pixar's New Movie, Turning Red? In the video... Uh, This pastor who holds an English degree and has taught journalism used clips from from the Pixar film when describing the film as unbiblical. I believe that every parent, not just a pastor, but a parent has a mandate to actually screen material because every single device you have in your home is a portal. Every single device you have in your home is a portal. Did you get that, church? Good. Either a window into the things of God or, unfortunately, things that I believe are demonic, he said in an interview. The pastor's video condemned the spiritual practices of ancestral worship, voodoo, and what he said looked like satanic rituals in turning red. Beyond the spiritual aspect of the animations, He pegged the themes in the film as secular humanistic worldview that says that there is no wrong or right anymore. We know in Hebrews 9.27, it's appointed once to live and then to die, and we face the judgment. And it is strictly forbidden in the Christian context to communicate with the dead, he continues. And so even within the first eight minutes, You have chanting, communication with ancestors, and immediately a red flag should start to go off. Do I want my kids to be exposed to this as a gateway and into maybe future adult interactions and beliefs with something that the Christian faith condemns? 
He insisted that in no way, that he in no way wanted to become a viral meme of the Christian who's trying to cancel Disney. Well, let me put a point here. If you uh, do some research here where you're instructed to do some research here, you'll find that Disney, Walt Disney, was an occultist. And so everything that comes out of Disney is flavored with that. Amen? Thank you. Praise the Lord. The father of two noted that he recognized the amount of hate that would come his way in his video. He slammed a line at the end of the film when the 13-year-old main character says, My panda, my choice. My panda, my choice. Mimicking the pro-abortion mantra, my body, my choice. My body, my choice. There's definitely a tipping point, and there's a moment where you're like, they've gone too far, he stated. Now, if you extract the spiritual aspect of this movie on the basis of content being about menstruation and this coming of age, it's not appropriate for children. Turning Red celebrates rebellion against parents, inappropriate dancing where the main character tells her mother she enjoys gyrating. And the film encourages children to embrace their bad stuff by making room and living with it, the pastor asserted. I think what happens is we're so desensitized that over time, things that used to be offensive to Christians, unfortunately, I think that we become accepting of them, he maintained, and we ignore it. And that's really why I felt a burden to put the word out about this movie. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning family, quote, end of quote, branded streaming service Disney Plus is now featuring six Marvel TV series rated TVMA, meaning they include content for mature audiences, the MA is about. Disney previously removed all of its Marvel collection from Netflix with the goal of giving its fans access to more from the Marvel collection. Disney Plus is now streaming Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defender, The Punisher, and Marvel's Agents of S-H-I-E-L-D. The shows, some rated TVMA or TV for Mature Audiences, were first featured on Disney Plus in Canada. Now the shows are available in the United States, along with several other countries. In an attempt to safeguard young viewers, Disney Plus updated its parental controls in the U.S. Every user is prompted to update their settings moving forward. Viewers are instructed to select the content rating restrictions for each profile, along with a pin to lock profile. Prior to this change, the app only featured content up to TV 14. Mm-hmm. Now viewers can choose TV Mature Adults. That's right. Mature audience. 
which is equivalent to an R rating and usually not suitable for those under 18. Some of the explicit content featured in the newly available series include Daredevil and Electra sex scenes, mm-hmm. a strip club scene in Luke Cage, a man burned alive in Luke Cage, and more. Disney Plus has served as the home for some of the most beloved brands in the industry. And the addition of these live-action shows brings more from the Marvel brand together all in one place. Disney streaming president Michael Paul said in a statement, Mm -hmm. we have experienced great success with an expanded content offered on Disney Plus across our global markets and are excited to continue that here in the U.S. as well by offering our consumers not only great content with the new Marvel editions, but also a set of features that help ensure a viewing experience more suitable for them and their family, he added. The streaming service is home to the largest Marvel collection, from movies such as Avengers, Endgame, Black Panther, as well as original series like WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki, Mm-hmm. Loki, remember that. As reported, some leading family entertainment advocates are pushing back against Disney Plus's decision. Melissa Henson, program director at the Parents Television and Media Council, told the outlet the move is certainly counter to how most parents perceive Disney Plus. Out of the gate, Disney Plus branded itself as everything on here. You can be comfortable sitting down and watching these shows and films with your kids. That's how they branded themselves, she said. These shows really increase the violence along with added innuendo and sexual content. This is a dramatic departure. It's puzzling why these edgy shows aren't heading to Hulu instead, which is known for adult-targeted content. Mm-hmm. Well, say. Parents don't want to constantly worry about kids stumbling upon something that conflicts with their values. Well, they're going to have to take care of that situation. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Here we go again. Disney Plus has confirmed in a new teaser clip from the forthcoming Marvel series is gender fluid. That's right, gender fluid. A new teaser clip shows an image of Loki's file with the character's sex listed as fluid. Noting that this is the first time that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has confirmed Loki's gender identity while it had been confirmed in the Marvel Comics in 2014. The role of Loki, who is known as the god of mischief, is played by an English actor, Tom Hiddleston, who said in a media interview that the character needs to evolve. Loki needs to evolve. The cycle was Loki is trusted. He betrays. He becomes a villain. He learns to trust again. He's betrayed. 
he becomes trusting again. He can be trusted again. Then he betrays or feels betrayed. (sighs) Confusion in every evil work. Hiddleston said that Loki is now being released from that trap in the series. In this story, we're showing that he can change, that he can grow. And what if the experience of that and the journey he goes on actually change something internal where he can potentially become someone else or begin from a place of understanding that if you know who you are, then you can choose to be a different thing. T-H-I-N-G. In 2019, a major gay rights organization, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, started pushing for 20% of all television characters to be LGBT by the year 2025. In a report called Where We Are on TV, Uh, President Sarah Kate Ellis said that less than one quarter of Americans have a close friend or family member who is transgender, meaning that many Americans learn about trans people from what they see in television, movies, and news. That's not where I learned. Last month, Disney announced that it was rebooting, quote, end of quote, The Proud Family, animated series with new characters, including same-sex parents. The Proud Family, which aired from 2001 to 2005 on the Disney Channel, will relaunch on Disney Plus in 2022. The entertainment company's streaming service announced that a same-sex couple will be among the new characters introduced in the reboot. Disney said, new crew coming through to the Proud Family, hashtag louder and prouder, Meet Maya's parents, Barry and Randall Labowitz Jenkins, voiced by Zachary Quinto at three feet, the Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. Last year, Disney and its animate, animation studio Pixar announced a feature film, Onward, featuring a lesbian character as well as the short film, Out which became the studio's first production to feature a gay main character. Additionally, the creator of the Disney Channel cartoon Owl House revealed last summer that the lead character in the series is bisexual. Disney began introducing LGBT characters in its live-action programming several years ago. In 2017, the Disney Channel series Andy Mack featured a same-sex teen romance. The inclusion of a gay moment in the 2017 live-action Disney movie Beauty and the Beast led to calls for a boycott from Christian leaders. In addition to introducing LGBT characters in its films and TV series, Disney has introduced apparel specifically designed for children celebrating the month of June what LGBT advocates call Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Other entertainment outlets previously known for producing family-friendly and children's programming that are now promoting LGBT activism and characters include Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. The effort to integrate LGBT advocacy 
especially by appealing to children, has not gone unnoticed by religious leaders. In a sermon last month, a a pastor cited the Disney Corporation's creation of characters that are transgender as an example of the effort by the entertainment industry to pump out things that destroy children and seduce children into accepting wickedness as normal. Mm-hmm. All right, saints, here we go. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, remember what the president said about the 100,000 Ukrainians. Okay, here we go. Ukrainian witches are seeking to hold a special three-step ritual to oust Russian President Vladimir Putin. The UNIAN news agency has reported, citing a statement by a Kiev-based witch cauldron esoteric shop. On March 31st, on the 29th lunar day, the day of corruption and curses, we, the witches of Ukraine, in collaboration with foreign partners, will perform a ritual of punishing the enemy of the Ukrainian people, Vladimir Putin. The statement posted on Instagram reads, The ritual will be performed in three phases, with the first scheduled to happen at Ukraine's place of power, the witches stated, apparently referring to the Ball Mountain outside Kiev. So far, some 13 sorceresses' willingness to take part in the anti-Putin COVID. The second event is set to be held in an unspecified Slavic country in cooperation with foreign colleagues. The ritual is expected to conclude with the creation of a stone sack for Russia's president, who will supposedly face isolation, ousting from power, and loss of support from the inner circle. While the witches did not specify when exactly the ritual is expected to take effect, their plans have already apparently run into certain issues. In a subsequent Instagram statement, the witches admitted that their enemy has strong protection. And the ritual, listen to this now, and the ritual could ultimately backfire and harm those partaking. I suppose return to sender really works. You suppose so? Still, the witches have reiterated their resolve to perform it, insisting that they know what they're doing. All right has been developed by a team of serious practitioners from day one. We are ready. We did a lot of preparatory work, breaking through the defenses of enemies, carefully planning and selecting rituals, the witches claim. The looming esoteric assault on Russia's president comes amid the large-scale military attack launched by Moscow last month following a seven-year standoff over Kiev's failure to implement the terms of the mixed agreement. They were designed to end the conflict with the breakaway regions of Donetsk and the other one. Then I don't know how to say that word. Russia last month. Recognized the two as independent states. The wording will come back to me later, but eh, never mind. Russia demands that Ukraine officially declare itself a neutral country that will never join the U.S.-led NATO military bloc. Yay! Kiev insists the Russian offensive was completely unprovoked and has denied claims it was planned to retake the two Donbass republics by force. Well, saints, there you have it. 
I know you always wanted to know about that. Well, guess what? Now you know. Amen. Now you know. If you were wondering, now you know. You're in the know now. You can't say you're not in the loop. Praise the Lord. You can't say you're not in the loop. Brother Marshall, I know you are ready. Amen. Remember that time that that those witches decided they were going to curse Trump, and we prayed, and it didn't go their way? Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. We thank you that your arms are not too short to save. You said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father, we ask you to save all those who have ever called upon the name of the Lord, those that are coming into the body of Christ, including the children, as we pray for all the children previously, Father God, not just the children in this country, all the nations, including Ukraine and Russia, every nation, Father, in Jesus' name. In every area where they don't even know whether they're nations or not, Father, in Jesus' name. And I hold every thought captive and subject to the complete being of the Lord Jesus Christ in Nazareth. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. We thank you for amazing, amazing grace. First of all, Father, we take responsibility and repent and renounce for all of our generational iniquities and personal sins. We repent and renounce every single one. We thank you for teaching us and leading us by your Spirit. We thank you for not leaving us as orphans. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. We not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Jesus came unto his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. We thank you, Father, for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth. We give you praise and honor and glory, Father. For our Savior, the Lord Jesus. For there is only one Savior, Father God. The little gods that have not made and not created anything. Because Satan is just a copycat. He doesn't create anything. He's just a copycat. He's trying to be like the Most High God. But Father, you said in your word, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God. And an everlasting King. At his wrath, the earth shall tremble. The nation shall not be able to abide his indignation in jeremiah 10 10 thus shall you say to them the gods those little demons the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth even they shall perish from from the earth and from under these heavens we thank you father god for this purpose the son of god was manifest he might destroy the works of the devil as it is written in first john 3 8 and jesus said father i have finished the work thou gavest me to do it is finished. We thank you for the power of your cross, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father, for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth as we reckon ourselves dead with Christ. For I'm crucified with Christ, dead to ungodly fear, dead to carrying grudges against God's self and others. We love every human being created in your image. He that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. We thank you for your image, Lord that blood. We plead that blood, the blood of the Lamb of God, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he, God, hath purchased with his own blood. Marshall does not belong to Marshall. Marshall does not belong to the devil. And all of us who have repented of our sins as Jesus come live in our hearts and received his spirit, we belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords who has all power in heaven and earth. So Satan, we bind you. We bind everyone of your underlings. 
<clears throat> concerning all these matters that Pastor Sabrina just read through, and every one of these attacks coming against all the children in every nation, all the perverse things being done by the the likes of the World Economic Forum and all those trying to pull the puppet strings behind Joe Biden and all those trying to pull the puppet strings to bring more people into the United States that may have different agendas other than just being true refugees. We bind every one of these demonic and plans and schemes of the enemy. Satan, you're bound. Every spirit of Zeus is bound. Every spirit of death, hell, and destruction is bound in Jesus' name. You, Satan, all your underlings, named and not named every sorcery spirit returned back on the heads of the spirits of sentence. Do the spirits that they intend to do dust at least simple continue rep- repetitions in Jesus' name. He put it about to about that about to about get it. And render unto our neighbors simple into their bosom. Their reproach wherever they have reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name, including all the curses sent against the children, those sent against those standing for the truth in Jesus' name, as best they know how, including Vladimir Putin in Jesus' name, who is apparently a Russian Orthodox Christian in Jesus' name, who's done more to build up the church in Russia than many other leaders have in recent times, certainly more than Biden's done in this nation, and more than Obama ever did, more than Hillary ever did with her little seances in the White House when Bill was in the office. We bind every spirit behind seances. We bind every occultic spirit. Every spirit of occultism is bound in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit. We speak confusion, division, confusion, division, confusion, division, division, and confusion, division, and confusion, division, and confusion, division, and confusion, confusion to the enemy's camp. I speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to me, my household, each mother, body, Christ, each mother, house. Father, we thank you for releasing your obedient angels, warring angels, as many angels as you deem appropriate, Father God, in Jesus' name, to fight for all of your children. And all those in harm's way, Father God, including those uh, children of so-called uh, kind of parents in the United States that are rather ignorant of what Disney stands for, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask you to deliver all the children, Father God. Send your angels, Father God, obedient warning angels, the more with us than with them, as it is written in in uh, 2 Kings 6, 16 and 17. And Jesus said, The things I have done you will do, and greater things than these, in John 14, 12. And Jesus said, In Matthew 26, 53. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father? He shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels. So, Father, we thank you for sending as many legions of angels as you deem appropriate, Father. For the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness of it does not belong to Satan. It does not belong. We want every spirit of error. Every spirit of the prince of the power of the air is bound in Jesus' name. Our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. There be no further flow of power communication from the demons down there in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all the witches and all those associated not just with Ukraine and the Baltic regions in that area, but all the witches in the United States and every nation, including in Canada, in Jesus' name, that allowed the Disney uh, Pixar business to go into Canada. They bond every one of those witches and every spirit of mind control, every spirit of ungodly fear, every spirit of ungodly mind control is bound. Every spirit of insanity is bound. Every spirit of causing evil good and good evil is bound. Every spirit seeking to steal, kill, and or destroy is bound. And all your demonic assignments, all those that are and will be in authority of none effect, including all those standing for the truth as best they know how. We thank you, Father, for loosing your obedient warring angels, especially on all those your descendants of believers, Father God, in Jesus' name. The children who are grandchildren or great-grandchildren of believers, Father God, even if their parents are not aware of what's going on, Father God. We ask you to send 
your angels to read the word of God over all the children, Father God, to read the word of God over their parents, Father God. We thank you for praising angels, worshiping angels. We thank you, Father, for not leaving us as orphans, Father God. We thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory, Father. So for each one of these situations that Pastor Sabrina has read through, we ask your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God, including what they're planning to do to release another billion of billion dollars to aid the so-called European countries. Maybe they didn't have enough money left, money left over from Ukraine to fund all their, their black money laundering schemes, Father God, in Jesus' name, before they trash the dollar. Father God, all this plan to send another billion dollars humanitarian aid to European countries. We pray, Father God, that if you can divert it, to be actually used to help human beings, that would be wonderful. Really, because you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine we ask you to do so, Father, that none of it will fall into the hands of the likes of Nancy Pelosi and her children and, and Joe, Joe Biden and his children and Karabaseta, who was that uh, Republican rhino who ran for president, Karabaseta, and uh, the, the fellow from the, from the cult. And, of course, there's so many cults these days. Father God, we ask you to deliver all those people, Father God, and all those the children, Father. Deliver all the children, Father God, because you said in your word in Matthew 18:14, because we know that's your will. So we can play confidently knowing what your will is, Father God, because you don't want the children to perish, because Jesus tells us exactly what you told him to say in Jesus' name. And Matthew 18, 14. Even so, it is not the will of, of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. So, Father, deliver all the little ones and all those that used to be little ones who've grown up to try and do your bidding, Father God, whether it be uh, Vladimir Putin or Donald Trump. Now, none of them are perfect, Father God. They've all had other things, Father God. We've all been polluted by the nonsense of this world. We ask you to have mercy on them. We plead the blood of Jesus for those that are standing for the truth as best they know how, Father, including the various pastors that have been bewitched by listening to false scriptures, thinking Jesus is the son of Joseph instead of the son of God. Deliver the pastors and those that have been bewitched and those that, are, that are, have, have religious traditions that involve idols, Father God. Whether that's the Roman, whether, I don't know if that's the, I know it's certainly the Roman Catholic Church, they, some of them. But, Father God, we ask you to deliver those that can be delivered, Father God, in Jesus' name. And deliver all the children, every, every one of the children in harm's way, Father God, including in Ukraine. Those have been used for, for uh, sexual nonsense, Father God, including the children from mixed races that have been put into orphanages, that have been sold to the highest bidder and sent all over the world for nasty things, Father God. And some of them have been elevated to being used by the so-called deep state people, Father God, for their purposes, Father God. We ask for your divine help for all the children. We bind all the spirits behind that kind of satanic ritual abuse, all the spirits behind the, what is that called? The thing where they use fear, fear to control people and, and to, to break their minds and, and to control them by handlers. We bind every one of those spirits of controlling people by handlers. All the different handlers, we, we speak confused to the division enemies camp. Every spirit behind the handlers, we sever the connections between the handlers and their children in Jesus' name. Every nation, not just Ukraine, every nation, including the United States and Canada, every nation, in the United Kingdom, every nation, in Jesus' name. We bind every one of those spirits behind those ungodly mind control spirits in Jesus' name, including those mind control spirits coming through computer games and Netflix and Pixar and all these things from, from Disney. Father God, deliver all the children, all the children in harm's way. We ask your divine intervention, adjudication. And Father, there are people in, 
in Ukraine that are in need, Father God. We ask you to provide all their needs, Father God, because you can do exceedingly abundantly in Jesus' name. And those that have their kind of a set of Russian Orthodox tradition, Father God, and I do thank you, Father God, that there are some, Father God, and you know each one's heart. You know all of us, Father God. You know each and every one's heart, Father God. I think that's the, is that in the passage we're supposed to be looking at, the, the scripture, the psalm uh, for tonight? I think it was Psalm 139. Father God, You said, Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. In thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also were thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. And when I wake, I'm still with thee. Thank you, Father. You know each one of these people, Father God. They're real human beings. Those that have been manipulated and those that are that, that devils are trying to manipulate through Pixar and every one of these things. We ask you to deliver all the children. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. So we pray, uh, we pray to you, Father, in Jesus' name, with our big brother Jesus. Because Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. We ask you to save those that can be saved, Father God, including the family of this young person down, Sabrina said, was a 14-year-old that died in an in a amusement park accident, Father God. And all those, Father God, all those, Father God, that are kind of, that are struggling, Father God. You say many, many, many in the valley of decision. This is a valley of decision. But you said, Father God, in the last days I'll pour forth my spirit upon all flesh. You said all flesh, Father God. Instead, in the last days, I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. So all the descendants of every believer, including nobility arch descendants, Father God, every human being created in your image, the blood of God, the image of the true blood of God. You made of all nations one blood in Jesus' name. And there are some people in pharmaceutical companies and other areas that are trying to taint the blood, trying to change things, trying to change things in the food, trying to change things in, in with, with various uh, pharmaceutical concoctions, Father God. We bind every spirit of pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft in Jesus' name. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Matthew 18, 18. Matthew 16, 19. And we bind you, Satan. You're already bound. But you will you remain perpetually, continually bound. No man can no man can steal anything from a strong man's house unless you first bind the strong man. So Satan, you the strong man, in Jesus' name, we're all in agreement. You are perpetually, continually bound. It's already done in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. For as much then as the children were partakers of flesh and blood, he himself, the Lord Jesus himself, likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Satan, you don't have the power of death. Jesus has all power in heaven and earth. And when we look to his eyes, we're having communion. We bow down before him. We humble ourselves, praying and fasting, praying without ceasing, rejoicing evermore, because Jesus has already won the victory. And when we humble ourselves and look to you, Lord Jesus, and we see what you've done, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, even as it is written in Revelation chapter 1. And Lord Jesus, your eyes are red with wine. Your eyes as a flame of fire, it says in Revelation 1.14. And it said, and he had in his right hand seven stars. Thank you for your obedient angels, Lord. And out of his mouth was a sharp two-edged sword in Revelation 1.16. 
and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength, and the enemy is destroyed by the brightness of your coming, in Jesus' name. And when I saw him, when we all looked to Jesus, and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. We reckon ourselves dead to ungodly fear, dead to pride, selfishness, carrying grudges, because our battle is not against people. We love every human being. Some of them are pretty nasty, but we love the people that can still be people, those that have not completely sold their souls to the devil, those that can still be rescued. Even if Bishop Kanko hadn't quite gone over the edge, and you were able to get a hold of the real Bishop Kanko and save a soul, Lord. So we pray for those who despitefully to use us. We ask you to save the souls that can be saved. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, dead to the old man. He laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Satan, you do not have the keys of hell and of death. Jesus is the Lord of lords and King of kings. He has the keys of hell and of death. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for purchasing us with your own blood, for we have redeemed not with corruptible things of silver and gold, but in corruptible blood, as of a lamb without spot or blemish. And it is written in Revelation 17:14, These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. We're faithful because of your faithfulness to us, Lord. Even while we're sinners, Christ died for us. We love you because you first loved us. And perfect love casts out all fear. So we thank you, Lord. We don't have to worry about these things anymore because you're in charge. So we continue to cast all our cares upon you, Lord Jesus, because you care for each one of us. We ask you to rescue all those and ask for your divine adjudication because everyone's going to stand before your feet, including those putting out this Disney Pixar turning red nonsense Father God, we ask for a divine intervention and adjudication. Father God, ask the Lord Jesus judge this even before the time you bring all these demonic spirits before the feet of Jesus. We judge and torment it even before the time we bind each one of them, we put them in the individual cages right now in Jesus' name. Right now is the day of salvation. So call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. We ask for your divine intervention concerning all the nonsense with the Pixar. <coughs> Uh, Marvel TV series dated or rated TV mature audiences, MA. Yes, your divine intervention, adjudication, every one of these fathers in Jesus' name and all the actors and all those involved with bringing this to pass. Father, we ask you to move on the hearts of those <coughs> involved bringing this to pass. Those involved the computer animation, all those involved with the <clears throat> the actors and those behind the scenes pulling their strings. We bind every one of those demons trying to affect those people, putting these things out in Jesus' name. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We ask for divine intervention, adjudication, concerning all this nonsense of trying to change the children's thinking of, well, I was born a girl or I was born a boy. You're <laughs> the potter knows what he made, and he doesn't make any junk. So, Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God, that you clear up this nonsense and clear it up quickly in your divine intervention in Jesus' name. And, Father, we we thank you for sending obedient, strong angels, as many as appropriate, Father God, huge, strong, warring angels, Father God, to fight for all your children in every nation, not just going to get that. Those sending against Vladimir Putin, but those sending against Donald Trump, those sending, sending those that, that Hillary are trying to, to ramp up against Donald Trump as he's bringing a lawsuit against her father. <clears throat> we ask for your divine intervention in that situation. Every one of these situations, divine intervention, adjudication, Father God, in Jesus' name, they are going to bring to light what's really going on in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. We give you praise and honor and glory. You said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall cut a, 
fine. Cut about knocking. This shall be open. We're asking, seeking, and knocking. We thank you. Opening the door of faith to the Gentiles. Your blood on the lintel and the post of every one of our doors. Vladimir Putin's Donald Trump and Sabrina Sessions, Bill Pringle. All those standing for the truth as best they know how door and windows, including the pastor, including the pastor who brought the business to light about the red uh, Pixar nonsense in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for your divine help and intervention and exposing what needs to be exposed, even as Jesus said you would do, because you're not a man that should lie. There is nothing as is written in Luke 8:17, for there's nothing secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing everything to light, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven, including those that are trying to rip off the United States uh, citizens, Father God, with all the perversions and another billion dollars of make-believe money, Father God, to, uh, to help. Maybe it is going to help. Well, you're going to, you can change it, Father God, to help those in need, Father God, in, in the Ukraine area, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, but, and we ask for your per, you to perform your word according to not only Psalm 79, 12, but Proverbs 6, 30 and 31, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry, but if he be found... He shall restore sevenfold. Oh, Joe and Hillary and all those, you've been found. He shall give all the substance of his house. You're going to have to pay it back, including those who ripped off the last uh, uh, national election in the United States. You have to give back what you stole in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. In Jesus' name. It is written in Psalm 7, verse 11 and following. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He has bent his bow, his bow has made it ready. But he has also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordained the arrows upon the persecutors. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity, conceiveth mischief, and brought forth falsehood. He made a pit and digged it, has fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. I will sing, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers, because you cannot lie. You said, if two of you on earth agree touching anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. We thank you for doing so, Father. Because you very simply said, if two of you on earth agree touching anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. Thank you for being a wall of fire round about and the glory in the midst for all of your children, all those coming into the body of Christ, including we've interceded for all the children, Father God, their children believers, their children unbelievers. In Jesus' name, we thank you for saving their souls, Father God. We thank you for hearing our prayers for all those in harm's way, Father God, not just <coughs> Mele's relatives in Ukraine, but all those in harm's way, Father God. We thank you for your arm is not too short to save. We thank you for reaching down kind of, and drawing them close, drawing them very, very close, and sending the comforter. Father God, you sent the Holy Ghost kind of, and bring revelation, <coughs> even some of the Muslims, Father God, and some of the people in different uh, uh, occultic religions, Father God, the Buddhists, who got to find out about Jesus. About 30,000 or whatever it was, Buddhist Pat Holiday told us about, <coughs> came to faith in the Lord Jesus, Father, because we don't need to rub a little, tashu, a little statues or uh, tummy to see anything. No, we just turned to you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, because we come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need because of the blood of the covenant. We thank you for that blood of sprinkling. 
that speaketh better things than that of Abel. We thank you for your word, God, because you always taste in your word to perform it. And that's the only way we can come, because you're the righteous one. You're the holy one and the just. And we thank you for rendering unto man your righteousness. And it is written in Hebrews 10:19, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. And that's the only way anyone can come, Father. Because Jesus is the Holy One and the just. He's the only one who's just. Oh, none of us were just. The just, and somebody posted that scripture, I think it was, from First Peter 3.18. We thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> that Jesus is the Holy One and the just. That he took those of us that were not just, made us just as if we never sinned. Because he washed us in his own blood. And we thank you for your holiness, Lord. And righteousness delivereth from death. And it is written, in Revelation 15. And they sing the song of Moses, servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee. For thy judgments are made manifest. And we thank you for making your judgments manifest on the earth in your way and in your perfect time. We know you don't want anyone to perish, Father. We thank you for giving that opportunity to repent, including all the descendants of every believer, including those who had great-great-grandparents who are believers, even if their most recent ancestors are not relatives. We thank you for drawing multitudes in the valley of decisions, Lord Jesus, and saving their souls. And we give you praise and honor and glory, Father, for your mercies that are new each and every day. And thank you, Father, for keeping us by the power of your name, even as Jesus says in John 17, 11. I know more in the world, but these are in the world. Holy Father, keep to thy own name those whom thou hast given us, that may be one with you. Thank you for keeping us by your own name. That's the name above all names. Glory to your holy, holy, holy name. Bless your holy, holy, holy name, Lord. Blessed is the people that come to me, Lord. Blessed out of the house of the Lord. And Lord, in your word, we're not going to see Jesus come back again. How you loved me so much That you died on Calvary I don't remember that one, but you know where it is And though I prayed Be wary. You're but we are Lord to me. Never die again. Christ did